hell yeah, we are back again. What's up? That stupid dating show. My name's Rain, and as always, my ugly piece of shit co-host, Eric. That's me. That's that's Eric. Awesome. Um, What's going on? I don't know, man. I must be the ugly one. I didn't do my hair. Yeah, well, it, you know. It's still lush, you, though. You can't, you can't be perfect every day. I got the best compliment today from somebody that I went on a date with. Um, the I, best compliment. I'm excited yeah. to hear this. Well, for me, it was great. <laughs> um, I'm already cheesing about it. Right? So, You're already blushing. Yeah, he said it. I know. So I told her, I said, oh, my favorite movies on Netflix, like favorite movie of all time. Yeah. And she's like, what movie? I'm like, Fury. She's like, oh, is that the one with Brad Pitt? I'm like, yeah. And I like, <laughs> and like, you I are a always, Brad Pitt fan. Yeah. And I'm like, I love Brad Pitt and I love his character in that movie. Like, I just connect with him on so many me- levels. And she's like, well, you kind of look like him anyways. So I was like, oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, and of course, like, that's not her celebrity crush. So that kind of sucks. Uh, now that yeah. I think about it, I was like, well, maybe she was just trying to compliment me, but then also tell me that, like, hey, I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> you know, now that you say it, like, you do kind of resemble a little yeah. Brad Pitt. Maybe, little that, maybe that's why. Like, yeah, I mean, I just got to be a complete jackass to people, <laughs> like, like outside of everything. I swear to God, every time I think of Brad Pitt, it's either Thelma and Louise or Ocean's Eleven. Oh yeah, he's he's good in all those movies. I, you can't name a, a bad Brad Pitt movie. You're right. You're right. I mean, Brad Pitt, uh, uh, Fight Club. Yeah, it's a it's a classic, yeah, man. Yeah. Seven. I mean, Fury's his best movie. Fury is. The, I haven't seen that one. Fury's just one of those movies that I could like. I'm gonna go home and fall asleep to it. <laughs> Because I know it for heart that it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to watch it. When I was a kid, I used to, uh, like, like my thing was I always had the TV on when I went to sleep. Yeah. Like, I had to have it on. And when I, when me and my mom lived in, a, in an apartment for a while, we didn't have cable or anything. So I just watched DVDs all the time. And for a period of time, my go-to, go-to-bed movie was The Exorcist. Wow. <clears throat> you know who else did that? Who? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. His Is that a real thing? For real? His favorite movie was Ac- The Exorcist 3. No. And he sh- would... Oh, I, I don't think I've seen the third one. Yeah, and he would bring the men over and like, you want to watch a movie? And it was always The Exorcist 3. The third <laughs> one. So... This is my favorite movie and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, Rain, do we need to talk about some things? Like, <laughs> well, I, my, I, I just like the original. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know what it is. You're not like gonna ask me to take photographs for fifty bucks, are you? Because my price is a hundred now. So far, I haven't. It hasn't crossed my mind. But okay, I can't right. promise anything. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make any promises. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of need to stick around. Yeah, but, uh, you know, if you wanna. Yeah, well, I mean, we. You know, if the I, price is right, I need you for the podcast. So okay, I, right. you're you you're good. All right, good, good. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a zombie. <laughs> You know, we should probably stop joking because that's that's pretty bad for the people that died, which I feel bad for him. But then also Jeffrey Dahmer was like, you watch it on Netflix, and you can't look away. Nah, like, oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. This show yeah. is great. It's kind of like Aaron's episode. You just couldn't stop listening. You couldn't stop. You know, just kept going and kept going and kept going. And yeah. then the tension was just great. So, well, so yeah. what's the how's the dating world out there? I mean, it's going pretty well. Um, I'm being pretty selective on who I'm going on dates with. Um, I've had four since getting back on um four dates four dates yeah four dates and you know i've only had one that has been really good no no wait five dates five dates two of them that have been really good the other three have not been so good 
Um, not like they weren't bad dates. They just weren't for you. It just weren't for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> land a I'm trying to land a second date with uh, with one of them, and it just seems like um, our schedules are just conflicting. So I don't know how much that's going to affect the interest scale for me. Do you find that jobs interact a lot with scheduling a date? Like, is that what you, yeah. So, or maybe it's kids, I guess too. Yeah. It's, it's jobs and kids. I mean, I have kids. Um, so I understand the kid part. And then I also get off at three 30 when other people get off at like five, five 30. Yeah. And then also the intensity of the job. Like I'm out if, the door at three o'clock. Yeah. I'm out the door at three 30 and I'm not answering the phone, nothing. Um, and then I also know that my personality is very spontaneous. So if I do say, Hey, what are you doing? You want to go, you know, grab a drink or something. Um, I don't ever expect them to say yes. I mean, I'd love to, but yeah. some people just can't. So I understand that scheduling there, but then when you try to schedule, I, it seems to be like people say that they're interested and then it just like they get cold feet. And then I feel like I get kind of annoying by always asking them, yeah. but that's my way of like saying, Hey, I'm still interested. And I mean, we're still texting and stuff. And I think for me, as soon as I see you going out of the normal of you, you like if we just start talking and I see a difference, that's th- that point I feel as though you might have lost interest or. Right. And it kind of throws me off. And Sure. I, yeah, I'm like that too, but I guess I don't really know what normal is sometimes with. Yeah. Because it, it like some. It's so weird. There are some women that want to talk all all day long, and they will, and they'll like, and then they'll respond quickly, mm-hmm. and they put forth the effort. Well, those are the ones that you end up getting into a situationship or a relationship with, and then it's like, then that becomes slower. Like the interest starts losing. Yeah, like it's like they like they like to chase just as much as they want to be chased, and then there are those that seem to want to be chased, but they don't really want to commit to being chased. Mm -hmm. So it's balancing out like the, um, do I keep going? Do I keep wasting my time? Essentially is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of like drop the whole, Hey, I'm interested in you. But I don't see the consistency in the other side, so I wish you the best of luck, but I'm no longer going to go forward here. Um, Or is it, and then I shoot myself in the foot because that person really is interested, but truly they just don't have the time. And then that's like when I have to be like, oh, crap, like I ruined it. Or I need to make the decision that, all right, that's that's something I could deal with. So that's kind of like where I'm at now. Like, do I keep pursuing this person that I am interested in? You know, we had a great first date um and we're texting back and forth now i got a little busy this weekend she was busy this weekend so the texting kind of stopped it picked back up today um and hopefully throughout the week you know it's the same but even in the texting you can see like she gets busy mm-hmm. where i'm not so busy so in my mind yeah and i'm not an anxious attacher whatsoever but in my mind, it's I like, like that word. I, I, that I totally relate to that. An anxious attacher. Yeah. So you kind of want that constant texting, like yeah, that constant yeah. reassurance where I don't need that. I just need consistency. Like if I'm asking you these questions, like I've said a million times, all I want is how about you? 
but that doesn't necessitate interest. It means that you're being polite. You know, you're being polite, keeping the conversation going where that's what I'm getting. So I'm like, man, like I like her, but there's no way she could like me because she does not know me. Yeah. She's not putting forth the effort to like me. To even figure you out. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's where I'm at on like the dating scale. Like I, I like. I can totally relate to that because. Like I said, what'd you call that? Uh, uh, the anxious attachment. And anxious. I'm not that. I'm more of the well, avoidant. Yeah. And the, I was 100% the anxious attachment until my divorce. And it's like something just completely changed in me to where I have no attachment anywhere. Yeah. And it's it's really weird. It's different. But it's like I can easily step away from a situation. Yeah. That sounds like an avoidant. So you have an avoidant attachment. Like it's a, like a defense mechanism, yeah. sort of. Yeah, so like when people get close, you kind of go away. Like yeah. you kind of push. Yeah, that's definitely avoidant. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, so, and that's that's common. I mean, it happened to me with my ex. Like I started off really anxious, and it was to the point where I got neurotic, and it kind of pushed her away, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's my fault. I didn't know how to handle that. I've never, never been in a relationship where someone actually saw me. Um, and then we break up and I started doing research. I'm like, Oh, she was avoiding. All I did was push her away by being more anxious and more annoying and all that stuff. So now I'm like, okay, this is kind of flip flopped now where I'm like a little bit more avoidant. Like I'm not going to go head on anxious. See, there's that fine line there. It's like, you, you really don't know this girl and you don't know her patterns a hundred percent like you mm-hmm. can you only know her patterns based off what you know like yep. what you've been you've talked to or whatever but like there's that fine line where you know maybe she kind of goes off a little bit and then you feel like you're texting a little too much but right maybe you're not and she's just busy right or right whatever and it's so funny that you say that because i'm at the point now where and this is very, I think I'm making a mistake doing this. Um, and I'd love to know anybody that listens, if I'm making a dating error, because listen, I'm not a perfect dater um, by any means. I'm not. Um, and the reason why we do this show is because we're not perfect daters and we're never going to be perfect daters, right. but we we're just, just trying to learn. figure it out. We're just trying to figure it out is I do love a good morning text. Like yeah. if I'm putting forth a lot of effort and I'm the one keeping the conversation going, I'm kind of doing a test to see if they like me by not res- like by not texting the good morning. Yeah. Um, and, and seeing if they text it. Yeah. And yeah. dude, it brings me it brings me joy when I see it for sure. I and like I'll wait and I'll wait till a certain time, and then mo- sometimes I give in. Sometimes I give in <laughs> and say good morning because it's like I truly do like this person, so I want I want to be in conversation, which is why I don't want to drop the. Hey, I don't see the consistency. I'm going to bounce out because I'm like, what if she is just that busy? Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. I'm 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 a very much so good morning texter and but I and I honestly I I wouldn't doubt that any other guy feels the same way when you actually get a good morning text without even asking for it or reaching for it. Yeah. That that feels good. It does feel good, and it feels good t- from somebody that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels right. really good. Yeah. Um, if it was somebody like, 
A lot of serial daters I've noticed or at least heard, they um, tend to not really care about the good morning texts. Like they're the ones that send it to kind of keep you on a hook right? and play the field. Yeah. Um, but when you truly have an interest, like that good morning text is, especially when it's, it's from the woman. Like I can understand if you're in a marriage in a relationship and you get up early, like mm-hmm. you get up before your wife or your spouse, for instance, the man sends it, um, because he's up early in the morning and it's just like, Hey, Hey baby. Hey darling. Cause I'm <laughs> right. Hey darling. Hey darling. <laughs> what state are you from today? Uh, let's just be from, uh, <laughs> Texas. Sounds like, Hey darling. Hey darling. Hey darling. I'll be from Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, anybody from Texas, like that's not how we talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, I could see how that is cool. Like, yeah. like you're just, I'm up at the butt crack of dawn. She sleeps. You it know. shows they're thinking about yeah, you. Right. Right. So for a guy to get it in the talking stage, like women, you have no idea how much that feels good to men that are dating with intentions mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I'm not serial dating. Um, yes, I've been on five dates. Um, but I truly don't want to like, if I'm interested in someone, I don't want to date anymore. I want to see where it goes until I can see a inconsistency or maybe I'm just not into it anymore. And that's when I tell them like, you know, I'm just not into this anymore let's let's get a clarification on serial dating yeah versus your five dates this week okay no not this week (laughs) no not five dates this week let's clarify that it is not five dates this week because that would be serial dating well i i didn't 100 percent mean that but you know okay yeah 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 just to clarify it was i just heard serial dater and five and then i put them both in the same yeah yeah no it's been five since i got back on the apps okay i guess it's been about okay so let's let's about two and a half weeks yeah let's define us let's define a serial dater all right so i'm just going to make my definition okay my definition of someone who's serial dating is someone who's going on dates maybe five days out of the week or every other day of the week. And they're consistently going on these dates with new people, like new first dates. I wouldn't say a second date would constitute into that as a serial dater. So you would say three to five new dates a week, three to five new dates a week. Yep. I would. Yeah, that makes sense. Three to five new dates and it's not bringing any substance. It's not bringing up. That's a really, yeah. Okay. That makes total sense. Yeah. You're just doing it. You're You're just, you're just doing it because you need company. So, uh, so let's, let's, I like that. Um, so for me, um, I, growing up, it, it was like the greatest part of a relationship to me was that first couple months. And it's like, I always looked for that and it, it like, I would literally have dreams about random girls that I didn't even know who they were. And it was that, that feeling of that first meeting and like, I like this person, Yeah, you know, like I felt very vulnerable saying this right now, but like, honestly, like I think that that first firework that goes off when you meet somebody and start dating them, is like a drug, you know? Sure. Like, and, and I feel like that all my life, that's something I've looked for and maybe fell into not finding it. I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I, I feel like I got off track, but no. you get what I'm saying. Though, yeah. Right? Like, 
I would agree. Like that first initial day, I mean, it's that firecracker. It's like, hey, that dopamine. Hit. Yeah, can I see you again? And yeah, then when they say right. yeah, like I'm interested, you're yeah. just like, all right, I'm I'm excited. And then if they sex, good morning. Oh man, it's crazy. And like, I even had to apologize to the girl that I'm trying to get a second date with because I was. I'm like, I'm really excited. She's like, I am too. And then it just slowly starting to like deteriorate because out. of like just because of the busyness. Yeah. So it's almost like okay, so she really is busy, but is she still excited? So do I have to bring in? Like, I need to bring in these questions, man. Let me get to know you um, to what keep are, the excitement. What are your go-to questions? Like, you you, meet, you match with a girl, like, and you, you spark conversation, but what are your go-to questions? Um, if you're trying to carry the conversation. Yeah, so if it's someone that I truly, like, let's, is it, did I go on a date with them first? No. Or, so just, to get on a first just date. Just matched, you're, you're mm. just getting to know them. What's your first questions? I mean, some of my first questions, uh, based on their profile, um, I do try to do the profile based questions, but I will always ask them, you know, what are the top three places you want to travel? Yeah. Um, that's, that's one of your go-to, yeah. like, where do you want to travel? Yeah. To? I want to know where they want to travel to. And like, so what are you eating there? Like, are you, are you adventurous in food? Yeah. Like if they say Indonesia, like, that's are interesting. you, yeah. Are you going to eat the, the fried scorpions? Right. <laughs> are you going to eat that stuff? Um, I when ask, I think of traveling, I don't think of eating for some reason. I just think of the, pl- Oh no. Yeah. No. When you travel, you eat. Yeah. Like there is no diet regime. <laughs> you just go. And yeah. Eat. Um, and I'm a bougie traveler. Like there's no, ex- at no expense. Out. Yeah. That's, I'm not bougie on many things. Just I, well, I've heard you travel. say it before. You're, you're cheap when you're here, but when you go on vacation, Ooh, you, I, you, I go, yeah, <laughs> I go and I try it's, I don't care. You pull the inner Eric slut out. Oh yeah. I go out. I go out. Um, I ask them who their celebrity crush is. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there is a little, such an interesting person. Yeah. Like, so there is a little, there's a little um, vetting in that question. Besides Brad Pitt, who's your celebrity crush? Who's my celebrity? Halsey. Ooh. Dude, I love Halsey. Mine is Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Okay. That's interesting, too. It, right? Yeah. She's sort of an interesting yeah. looking type of person, I think. Yeah. She's she's little, uh, I want to say exotic, but not to that e- extreme. But she's got some big titties. Yeah, well, I don't really look at that. It's more of like... <laughs> I don't really look at that. I'm not, like, I'm not an ass or tits guy. Like, I am a... Well, it's not even about the tits. I mean, they're the, 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 the tits are... <laughs> the, the they're just there. Yeah, they're, just there. yeah, they're there. Yeah. They're... <laughs> right. No, I'm definitely more of like, if I see a really just well-kept woman walk in and she's got heels on and just really nice legs. Like that's my, I'm like, okay, she's got really nice legs. So yeah. she takes care of herself. Um, so I'm more of a legs guy, but the reason why I like Halsey and my other one is Catherine Winnick and she is Lagatha in Vikings. You've never seen Vikings. I'll, ha- I'll have to look her up. Yeah. Ka- Catherine Linick. No, Catherine Winnick. 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 Yeah. So she, she played Lagatha in Vikings and she also is in another one called, um, Big Sky. And just always her character, and the same with Halsey, is that they're strong, independent women that will tell you how it is. They are not scared of telling a man, you know, who they are. They have their own identity. They don't need a man. They want a man. They want to share their happiness with somebody. And I find that just so sexy. 
it, it's so funny because you are able to so go so in depth on these celebrity crushes. But for me, like it's I, just because she's hot. I couldn't tell you shit about yeah. Kat Dennings. I yeah. just love her for for like if she, right. you know, right. The so the way that Halsey, um, handled but I herself, like her in movies too. So yeah, she's a good actress. Um, but the way like Halsey handled the Jay Easy thing, and right. just the lyrics of some of her songs, I'm like, oh man, this chick. Oh, she is, and she's an incredible she's artist. A bad bitch. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, so that's my vetting process, kind of on the celebrity crush. Like, if they have one, cool. If they don't, I don't believe them. They might just say, "Well, I think this guy's hot," but it's also okay. See, so you look uh, for a reason why. I they look for choose. a reason why, and then I also wonder if they say, "There's." I get three actors that people say I look like. Right? <laughs> Who are they? So, uh, Chris <laughs> Evans. From Cap- he's Captain America. Okay, yeah. The one he has a beard. Uh-huh. Um, I get Ben Affleck when he's with Jen, because he's always just like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's got the facial hair. He's like sitting out there smoking a cigarette, like, uh. <laughs> and then this is the one I disagree about. But everybody like at bars, they're this just the like, main one. They're just like Chris Hemsworth. I'm like, what? I don't. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I never said it, but really? as soon as you said it, I yeah. was like, yep. Yeah, dude. Dude, I, I totally. Don't, totally. I don't see it. I don't see it. Dude, my, growing up, my dad used to be literally mistaken for Garth Brooks. People oh, would literally come up to him thinking he was Garth Brooks. Interesting. Yeah. That is cool. So if I get that message and they say like one of those three names, I ask them why. And if they're just like, Hemsworth, they're just like, fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get, dude. I get Chris Hemsworth more than any any of those other two. I don't. I can't even take it seriously anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, and I just ask them why, and if they give me, you know, oh, I just like him in his movies, and you know, some people go in depth like, like me, and then yeah. other people, and then some people are like, oh, well, I mean, you kind of look like him too, and I was like, okay, so now I'm just. <laughs> Now I'm just kind of like uh, like an arm candy. Is that you. a turnoff? Oh, definitely. For real? Yeah. I don't want to be someone's arm candy. I mean, if I... W- Here's the thing. I... And this is me being completely cocky and arrogant, and I'm aware of this. Eh. It's not hard for me to be someone's eye candy. Right. Like, yeah. I can... I get it. I, I can go out, and I could approach them, and I could be their arm candy. That's not a relationship for me. Yeah. You know, um, I'm looking for someone who can challenge me intellectually um, challenge my views on things who can agree to disagree Mm -hmm. um, and still find me intriguing and interesting and sexy. Like it's not that I don't want them to find me sexy, um, but I want them. I'm so much more than a pretty face. I'm so much more than my intelligence. Well, I was going to, I was going to say beyond all the looks and everything, like your true core of a person, like there's, there's gotta be that in there too. Like, right. They have to, they have to see that. Right. You know? Yeah. So, and then my third question that I always ask, um, kind of depends on, you know, if they have kids or whatnot. Um, you know, if they do have kids, it's easier for me to segue into. So, um, what happened in your last relationship and what did you learn from it? I'm not asking for the details of the relationship, like just what happened. Are you divorced, separated, never married? Um, and what did you learn from it? You know, if you just go on and just say, oh, well, he was a, a fucking narcissist and he did this and this and that, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, okay. So you can't take fault, yeah. which is narcissistic, right? Yeah, right. Um, and I asked that just to kind of get a feel of 
you know, where they're at. Like if we were to be in a relationship, am I going to be at fault for everything? Mm -hmm. Um, which one I'm okay to be a fault for everything. I'm used to being the bad guy. Right. Um, but I just, from dating for this past year, um, I've just learned that I think that's a good question. And it's also the fact that I'm asking it and seeing where they're going with it. Like, did I just open up the door for them to trauma dump? Cause they didn't read the question. Right. I just said, what happened to your last relationship or how did your last relationship end? And what did you or when, yeah, so, or, did you and learn then, from it? yeah, and did you learn from, or what did you learn from it? Or I'll also ask, when did your last relationship end? You know? It's, it's interesting that you ask the questions that you do. Like, those are just things that I would never think about, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be a rebound, and I don't want to be a plan B. I don't want to be a surrogate. You know, I don't want to be a surrogate. Like, I, if we do exchange, if we do exchange so, social medias, and... You know, I'm not private anymore on my Facebook. Like you yeah. can add me, you can go see, you can, I still have pictures of my, my ex-wife. Um, and you can see that the people that I attract look nothing like her and are usually nothing like her. Not that she's not a, a fantastic person. Um, she just, um, it, it's not what I'm looking for. Right. So when there has been times where I've matched with somebody and we go on several dates and we finally exchange social medias and I look just like their ex. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, she's filling that void. And it makes me feel like garbage. It's just like, okay, does she like me because I look like Juan? Because <laughs> I look like Jeff? Or is it because she truly is into me? You, and that's just her type. You remember String Cheese Girl? Oh, yeah. She was really into bald guys. And the weird thing about that relationship was like she had three kids and... Somehow her, I guess, they they were separated, whatever. Somehow he was just always involved. Like I, I, like, I could see, like, a best friend thing with them. Yeah. But she was just unhappy with him. And I think maybe that's one thing that steered me away. But on top of that, he was fucking way balder than me. <laughs> you know? Like, so there are degrees of baldness? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize until that day. But, like... Literally, like I pulled up one day to pick her up, and he's he's sitting on the front porch with the the kids and all, and I'm just like, damn that that, that like I'm not that bald, yeah, you know, that's crazy. I didn't know there's. Well, I guess I'm I'm not bald, so like, I don't know. I'm cancer not patient bald. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get cancer. <laughs> we're alive. He did not say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's dude. not let's not make that a level. Let's just say that uh, Alpecia bald. It was. It, it, well, it, it's. <laughs> it, it's so funny because like I wouldn't necessarily consider myself bald. Yeah, you got it's, some stubble. I just you. shave my head. Oh, you know? okay. So you can grow hair. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But it, like I got I got some landing strips. I got a helipad back here. Oh, okay. You know, it's just like, make, yeah. I got mountains and you know everything involved. So it's like it like if I grow my hair out, like I'm just gonna look stupid, honestly. Yeah. And that's why I shave my head. Yeah. But like there's some guys out there that like we, I, I remember saying before, like, like the four hair comb over, like oh, they're yeah. trying really hard, like they're peppering in whatever they can to try to get a couple hairs to go. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, string cheese girl here, her husband was, was very bald. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many men and women actually do that. They find like their next partner, their rebound and, or their next person 
to be sort of like their... I was going to um, say it looks sort of yeah. like the other. And I'm wondering if that's because that is their type or if they are trying to fill that void. Yeah. Um, and like when I, I have noticed in personal experience that every time I've been cheated on, it's been with somebody that kind of looks like me. So it's like, okay, so it's not that it's me. <laughs> it's just that, you know, there was a need or whatever, yeah. you know, and that does make me feel like shit. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but I also don't want to be that for somebody. Right. Like I don't, I'm Eric. I'm not Joseph. I'm not Jeff. <laughs> I'm not Jay. Enrique. Yeah. Enrique. Enrique. Um, and I also don't want to be like an intelligence void. Like, yeah. you know, if, uh, if their last partner was lacking intelligence, like I, you should like me for the whole thing. You know, I don't just bring certain things to the table. I bring it all and it's coming with me. Except you for who you are. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And that's super hard to find someone Very. that genuinely is interested in you for you. Yeah. Not don't give a shit. And I mean, let's just any flaw. Right. It and does not matter. And let's just be honest. We all on dating apps, the first thing that pops up is, ooh, okay, attractive. Right. Then we read the profile. Right. Some people don't even do that. They're just like, they're just out to... Are there any with... dating apps that don't use pictures? Like You know, I've I've seen that there are. Um, like, I saw a TikTok once that said, hey, would you just date um, this person by no appearance alone? And they would describe the person. Uh, yeah, I would. And then they showed the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd right. still go on a date with them. And I'm just like, okay. Um, cause what if you have the perfect profile and yeah. let's just say you're, you're genuine. Like that's, that's truly who you are. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they see your pictures, it changes everything. Yeah. And I, you know what I, that would, that would, that would put a divide in a lot of people. It would, it would. And then you'd have to literally be honest with yourself. Are you searching for your person or for your person light? That right there alone would tell me you don't love yourself enough to love somebody else. Yeah. That like, that is like the soul of it. Like if, if you had a thing, if you really liked this person based on their profile and then you see their picture and it totally derails you, that tells me, it shows me your intention that told, that tells me you don't love yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, and you know, there are people that date up and down and hell I was at a bar last night and i just i just noticed i'm like wow i think she dates down like she was an objectively attractive woman and the guy that she was with he was not bad looking Mm -hmm. but you would not be surprised like it it was surprising to see her with a guy like that yeah yeah and i'm like i wonder if she dates down because she's dated objectively attractive men and they've all kind of set her you know, trying to yeah make herself and, look better, and she's dating down because maybe she's that person. Like, hey, I'm just here to find my person. I'm not looking for my person light. And and for him, he's dating a like a bombshell. So you know, it he, yeah, yeah. you know, he is uh, he's on cloud nine every morning when he wakes up. And I don't necessarily, I don't want to say that's a bad thing. No, no, I don't think so at all. I, I, I we all go through phases. I mean, and if you if. As long as you're not harming somebody else in any other right. way, you right. know. Like, I think if you're rude about it, I think if it's just like, "Hey, I don't think it's going to work out. I'm just not attracted to you in- anymore." Yeah, like you're a great person, but you're also a five, and I'm a and I'm a twelve. Like now you're being yeah. an arrogant right. asshole. Right. Um. 
So yeah, I would I say think not as long that. as you're morally correct on what you're sure. doing. Sure. I think that if you, I mean, and don't get me wrong, everybody has a preference and I can't sit here and say that I haven't matched with somebody just because they were attractive. Yeah. Like I'd be a hypocrite. Right. Cause I have, we all would. Yeah. yeah. Cause I have, and I've not matched with someone because I don't find them attractive. Um, but I also had to look at my intentions at the times that I was doing it. Well, you still have to, I mean, in order to be with somebody, you still have to be attracted to them. Oh, for sure. For yeah, sure. I mean, there, there has to be a physical attraction. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking for a specific person. Um, I think there's a certain balance and I, it's different for every person. Like looks, personality, like there's a balance, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that it's it's smart to have preferences, but just not to be picky. I think you can be picky on dates. Like, you know, I am looking for this on the first date. But you can't be so picky, you're just shallow. Yeah, you can't be so picky that there's not a guy out there. Right. I mean, heck, we had a, we had a guest that was just really picky, and I just knew, okay, she's just too picky. Right, yeah. Um, you know, not saying to lower your standard, but let's not have that high standard while you're not meeting any of the standards of the other people. It comes down to if, if, if your standards are so high, then you are probably the problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of like, what can you compromise on? Um, that, you know, everybody wants all these green flags. So, okay. What then, then the question comes, then what red flags are you willing to accept? Yeah. Because we have to be honest. Everybody's like, Oh, well he can't do this, this or that. Well, that's, what? Like I, I actually yeah. saw a TikTok. Oh, he can't or uh you can't go bowling and bowl like this. I'm like, what? That's how he bowls. <laughs> That's right? his style. Like, come on. Like that there's there's a certain Happy Gilmore made it for a reason. Right. Like you gotta <laughs> you gotta at least compromise on some of the red flags because people are people. Um and I'm not saying compromise on, you know, a characteristic red flag. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know, okay, so he leaves his beard hair in the sink and he doesn't pick it up every morning. Well, he wakes up at seven o'clock. <laughs> All right, but he needed to look good. I'm speaking from experience, dude. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He sleeps with his socks on, okay? His feet get cold. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sleeping with your socks on, all right? I've, I, in previous relationship, and I m- notice I said relationship and not relationships. Yeah, uh, I have been scolded for leaving my beard hairs in the yeah. in the sink. So I do not do it anymore. I don't give a shit if I'm at a day's end. I ain't leaving my fucking beard hairs in the fucking sink. So we need to talk about this trauma. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, okay to leave him there. Finally, somebody tells me I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's okay. It's right. normal. Um, <laughs> You know, I, and I could be picky too on the cleanliness, but I also know that there are some days that I don't want to do the dishes don't before. Give a yeah, shit. I just like, don't fuck care. It, dude. I don't give a but damn. But I'm, I'm not taking off my socks when I go to bed. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. It ain't I, happening. I I don't even like wearing socks or shoes in general. Yeah, like I can't. I can't imagine that. That that would annoy me so bad. Now, do they come off when it gets really hot? Like subconsciously, I take them off. <laughs> so I'll wake up and be like, "Oh man, I got one sock on, one's hanging on." <laughs> so okay, scenario: yeah. you bring a girl home, and you take her to bed, and you you're yeah, you're not going to sleep. You're doing the dirty. You leaving your socks on? Oh heck yeah! Are you serious? Thousand percent for real. Yep. 
thousand percent. So okay, how about this? There has been times where they said you're not going to take your socks off, and I say, <laughs> "Would you like me to take my socks off?" Are They're you? like, and they say, "Yes, please." Of course, you would ask it in that way. Yeah. And then, would you like me to take my socks off? And then they say, yes, please. And I take them off. But if they don't ask, if they don't ask, they're staying on. You're going to leave your socks on. thousand percent. You're the weirdest person I've ever met. <laughs> that way they can't say I was butt ass naked on the bed. Like, no, I had my socks on. <laughs> yeah. You have one thing to say. I mean, but here's the thing. Like, what if, and maybe there's some trauma, man. Like maybe there's some trauma of like Does somebody fuck with your feet when you're a kid. No, like, no, no. It's it's probably military. Like I would <laughs> did you never get foot jobs on Epstein Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, probably the military. Like downrange, if you would take incoming, you know, you just have to. You better get up fucking and have run. your socks on. No, people would walk out, but I say, "Well, listen, I'm keeping my skivvies on." I'm keeping my drawers on. I'm yeah. keeping my socks on. I'll be out there because if you're running in those rocks, hey, your feet are bloody. Mine are just sore. <laughs> that All makes right? sense. So now I... in the dating world, hey, you lied to me about your boyfriend or your husband. Now he's home. Now I'm jumping and running, but hey, my feet ain't going to hurt. Hey, you make a good point. Hey, you, you got to keep damn your socks good point. On. So that way, if someone breaks into my house and I'm sleeping, not only are they dead, but I killed them with my socks on. Hey. Right? So... Yeah, there's just something about, and I got pretty feet. I love that. Well, it's probably because you wear socks all the time, and they're exactly. well taken. They're not rough and tough, and all over them. Yeah. I don't look. I can't. I can't palm a basketball <laughs> with. I can with, palm a softball. <laughs> I can't palm a basketball with my feet. Well, with that and being I said, we're gonna take a break. Palm uh, a basketball. With I, I, you know, I, I like somebody like watching at least. We're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come back here in so, about. I think. Let's say ten I kind of want to go into sounds good. All right, cool. Comes to. Dating. When you talk to somebody, and we are and back with guys, that stupid they just dating keep show. Flaking. Excuse me. I thought that was me. No, it was me. I, it was like it was like one of those inner. It sounds. It sounded like a cat. I swear to God, I thought it was me. Oh, really? I still am thinking it was me. I don't think it was you. I felt it. <laughs> did you? Because I did too. <laughs> it was both of us. It was both Maybe of us. Maybe it was at the sound. same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> wow. We're Flaking a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, man. So um, how many times do you give somebody to flake out before you were just like, hey, I can't go anymore? Really, honestly, the first time. Really, I, yeah. Really? But like, I am will. Like, I will give a second chance. Obviously, okay. like, I will. But after you flake out the first time, you've you've lost a lot of my uh, uh, respect. Okay. Yeah, I think this goes back into the showing the interest, but I think it is a difference. Like, you have plans. They said that they wanted to hang out. They said that. You have it on the schedule. You made time for this person, and then they flake. Or and I can't. I, I've flaked. I have flaked many yeah. times. I I am. I'm actually terrible about it. Like I've been terrible about it my whole life with friends. Like we'll make plans, and I'm just like I really don't want to do that tonight, and I'll just make a reason and not go. Yeah. But when it comes to dating, you know. Yeah, I think that if I ask somebody out on a first date and they say yes and they flake out, I'll ask them out again. Yeah. Like I don't lose interest. I don't lose trust. I will say that I feel that the I go into the date thinking they're going to flake. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, I've had people, I'm actually minutes away from the place and say, hey, I'm pulling up. And they'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm not coming. I'm not ready. And I'll be like, thanks. Yeah. You know, and I'll still go out and I'll have a beer and I'll chit chat. And then I go home. Yeah. 
Um, but like, so that one did not get a second chance. But Obvi- yeah, yeah I obviously totally get that, I went yeah. there. But um, I've had people, you know, like the day before or the day of, like I'll just send them a text, like, "Hey, are we still good for se- seven o'clock at whatever?" Mm-hmm. And they be like, "Yeah, sorry, I have this going on," and I it was unexpected. I'm like, no worries, life happens. I'll give them a second chance. Yeah. But if they do it again, so I give them two, like two strikes, and I'm like, "All right, now." I'm yeah, good. I I guess that falls into what I'm saying. Like, I am willing to try again. But as soon as you do that first one, I'm definitely cautious. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I think I think that would be anybody. And I think it's it's the same thing for like any type of appointment. Like if you say, Hey, I wanna I wanna come like for the podcast, for instance, like if hey, I wanna come talk on the podcast yeah. and then the day of you just can't make it, I'm like, man, like we set the we set the schedule. Or you set something up with friends, like you said, and the flakiness is just it's irritating because you know I'm busy too. You're busy. Everybody's busy. But I think that just shows more of a character flaw in you than it does me. Yeah. That I'm, it's not that I'm not forgiving. It's just that I, I'm not trying to waste anybody's time. So, and I, I I sort of feel like an asshole, but cause obviously I've flaked before and like, there's times where you just, you just don't want to go. And if you tell your friends like, Hey, I just don't feel like it. They're going to rag you like a dirty asshole. You know, it's just, you just, Hey, I'm sick. Yeah. You know? So how about this? I did have someone flake, but they're also an hour late to our first date. An hour late to our first date. The next day she wants to hang out. I say, all right, you want to go to a Charlotte checkers game? She says, yes, I buy the tickets she cancels. I can't sell those tickets. So she she flaked out on the second date. Uh, well, what was the first date? The first date she was an hour late. Okay, okay, that's right. An she, hour so late. She was an hour late on the first date, and then you set up a second date, and she flaked out. And yeah. you bought tickets and everything. I bought tickets and everything t- to the game. And I didn't go to the game. <laughs> I didn't go because yeah. I'm like, I really don't, I didn't really want to go to the you game. Just, you just yeah, ate it. It was just, more, yeah, yeah, I ate it. And, but I couldn't resell, couldn't get a refund, nothing. It was, uh, that was pretty annoying. Have you ever, who's been the latest or what's been the latest you waited for a date before you're just like, yeah, I'm done. Uh, I don't know. I haven't ran into many instances where somebody's been super late or anything. Um, but if I were to think about it, like, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I just kind of go about it differently. Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. ha- I, don't have, I don't really don't have any experiences of somebody being super late or anything I think, like that. I think the reason why I stayed for the hour is because, I'm not a stranger anywhere I go. So Same. I was still I was still having a good time. I met somebody at the bar. Me and him were just chit-chatting about soccer yeah. and all that stuff. And he even says, hey, man, she has 15 minutes. If not, me and you are hitting the town. I said, I got you, bro. Like, So yeah. I already had a plan. Like yeah. I was going to stay out. And then she shows up. Like today, after that experience, I said, I'm never waiting an hour. So I'm thinking that I would probably wait a half hour to 45 minutes. If there's no communication, like I might be like, Hey, I'm here. And if she's like, Hey, I'm going to be about 15 minutes. Like, cool. If she's she's communicating that, Hey, I'm still stuck in traffic. Like I picked a wrong time. 
if she's consistently texting you and communicating, that's one thing. But if if it's if go. you don't hear from her for an hour or two, and then it's, then like, it's like, hey, yeah. I'm I'm running late, and then you don't hear for another hour or two, like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's I got the hint. You should have just right. said it. Yeah, and I I just also I I also wonder how I would respond to that if I would just let it go, or if I would be kind of the because I could be pretty sassy. And I wonder if her, I, I wonder, that. yeah, I wonder if I'd just be like, well, you know, thanks for wasting my time. Um, don't worry about, you know, trying to reschedule this because you're really not worth my time. I've just mm-hmm. waited 45 minutes for you. Um, or if I'd just be like, eh, fuck it, <laughs> I'm just going to go get, I'm just going to go get drunk by myself. I think for me nowadays, like I just, if, 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 if it doesn't work out, I don't care. I know there's more out there. Like sure. I just, I overlook it. I don't care. To, I don't let it affect me. I wonder. I wonder if men are more like that than women. I'd like to know that question. Like if, if that happened to a woman, would she? I'm not saying they would give up. Yeah. But if they would just be like, I'm just done with the dating apps right now. We're like, I think men would continue. I think more men would continue than women. Yeah, for sure. I do too. I think that if it happened to a woman. She'd be like, I hate it here. I'm just going to get off. Like, it's just a, a lost hope. Yeah. And I don't want to speak for all women, but I do think that some women would just be like, all right, screw this. Like, I gave this a shot. It's not working out. I'm just going to be single for until until the right man just pops into my life. Like, yeah. Prince Charming, right? I, They're going to start going to the Home Depot. <laughs> I I really think... I've li- I, I think people should more or less, like, just live your life and do what you want for yourself. Yep. And if there's a person that's meant to be in your life, then that, that will come about. Sure. You know, like I, I, I used to be so bad about just, I needed to be with somebody. Like I, I was so codependent. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But nowadays it's like, if, if I don't have anybody, anybody, I don't need anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm so different. I surprise myself. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's weird for me. Yeah. I, same, same here, you know, like after the divorce, um, you know, living by myself, I just do what I want to do. You know, I am who I am. I am where I need to be. Yeah. You know, um, if someone comes in, I could, that could add to my life. Then I'm going to, I'm going to leave the, I'm going to bring them into my life and I want them in my life. I want to share my happiness. Um, like I don't need to be on these apps to have a conversation. Like it's not hard. I found myself in between my uh, date or separation, divorce, and dating or, or being with somebody. Like there were times, like I knew I didn't or couldn't be with somebody, but there were times where I thought maybe, okay, maybe this is something I could really be a part of. But then time, a little time would go by, and I'd be, I would find myself like. I, I can't do this. I can't. I, and I would just like escape instantly, you know, like, right. just like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I'm done. Oh dude. Yeah. Where's been the, like the weirdest place you've picked up a chick or how about not weirdest? Let's just say the most unconventional. Oh man. That's such a good question. Um, my first wife, it was on Craigslist. Oh, Ooh, go into that. <laughs> go into that. Have I not told you that? No. Uh, yeah, I met my first wife on Craigslist. Um, I I can't remember exactly what her post said, but I do remember the title of it. It said "Perpetually Single," and I reached out to her, and 
maybe and this was back back in the craigslist days like we were emailing each other and then we exchanged numbers and we talked and then the very next night i went and saw her and you know we hit it off or whatever and then this falls right back into my codependency I'm getting real vulnerable tonight. This is it. crazy. I love it. Um, I'll, I'll tr- you know, and we have an hour show, so my, yeah. my range is 300 an hour. So. <laughs> but uh, I found myself in a comfort zone, and she was just there, and she was really into me, and then I ended up marrying her. Like It was, it was one of those things like it, it happened way too quick, and it obviously wasn't meant to be, but I just was riding the wave i guess oh okay i and so you just like did you message you responded to it and well like i said um we talked the first night and then the very next day we hung out or next night we hung out and you know we bumped uglies (laughs) right (laughs) and then from there like two three weeks later i was living with her okay yeah nice so uh, how often when you do date, do you bump uglies, your term, not mine, um, on the first night and it ends up working out into like a marriage or, uh, or that it ends up into a relationship? I want to say 90%. Well, 10%. I, I, this falls into my perspective, I guess, because nowadays I think if you're bumping uglies, Oh, sorry. I was telling you to pause. (laughs) (laughs) This means pause, right? (laughs) I got it right as you sneezed. But uh, nowadays, like I'm, I I guess I'm more aware. Like, I I, like I'm. Your sneeze threw me off. I don't even remember what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, Yeah. So I asked you, um, like bumping uglies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I lose respect if 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 you follow through on the first date. Interesting. I really do. Like because and I I think it's because so many women are like guys are one track minded like this is all they want. But if you're willing to spread your legs on the first night for me, I automatically lose respect because mm. you're not respecting yourself mm. because you just met me. Right. Okay. So would you say that sex then is definitely all physical and less emotional for you? No. Okay. No. If I'm into the person, there's emotion there. There's emotion there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree with your perspective there, which is fine. Um, because if I do bump uglies, I'm stealing that term now, even though I don't call it that, or let's, we move furniture. Um, <laughs> right. The first night, like, I do not judge them for that. Um, Why? Because I wanted it, too. And I'm not going to put myself in a position. Well, I see it as, like, you're the guy. Of course you want it. But for her... Okay, so, fair point. Women are more reserved. And if they respect themselves, I feel like they're not going to put themselves out there. Fair point, but I respect myself, too. And I'm not just going to do it with anybody. There's going to be, there has to be a psychological and emotional connection with me for me to even get to that point. I don't think doing it with just anybody right. is relevant to what we're talking about. You don't think so? No. Mm. Because, I mean, as a man, like, 
I think most men are just willing to do it with anybody, but a woman is more reserved and she's okay. a little bit more picky. I do. Well, see, I guess I'm a woman then because I'm picky too. I like, mean, yeah. I mean, same. Uh, I I haven't been picky all my life, but now like I'm at a different emotional standpoint in my life where I'm, I don't just throw it out there. Like, yeah. and I don't care. Like, that's not the thing. I'm. That's not what's on my mind, you know, yeah. at all. And, but for a woman, like I, I, and like I said before, I think it comes from so many women are like men have one track minds. This is all they want, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden they're willing to give it up on the first night. And I, that's just, I, I lose respect for you because that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I see your perspective. I just don't hold to it. Um, in the fact that I don't lose respect for them. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to oh, no. turn it down on sure, the first Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going for it, but it's just... I always say if the vibe is right and we are two consenting adults and we are into each other, then it's going to happen. I think if, there, if there's true passion there and yeah. there's a, a true possibility of actual love there, then it's not going to be the sex that matters at first. Sure, It's right. going to be the interaction and the personalities that I, mix. I do agree with that. Like being patient does pay off. Yeah. Um, and then there's also just, sometimes it's just a passion. Absolutely. Like I can't, yeah, right. I can't not. No, I, I am 100% um, on that. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. I just don't think I would ever lose respect for a woman um because she gave maybe it, it, i mean i think one of the biggest words on this podcast is circumstantial is yeah it's it's and it's all perspective i think perspective is yeah. a good word too like it's all someone's perspective or someone's preference um but no the weirdest place that i still i still enjoy talking to women is barnes and nobles man <laughs> the barneys is it, I, I love that you said weirdest place because i was gonna be like that's weird yeah no it is i i one, I walk in and I, I could, totally disregarded your question because I just went on a different pathway. Well, but, no, you said Craigslist. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. You did. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but when is mine weirder in, than yours? I would say so. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I would say so. That's going to be the next, that's going to be the poll for this podcast. Yeah. Is, where's, yeah you know, what's where's weirder? The, yeah. Where's what's the weirdest your, place you met somebody? Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, well, no, because can you fill in the blank for the polls? Uh,. If not, you'd have to say what's weirder meeting someone. I think I could just ask the question and they could leave a comment. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. We we want to know. Yeah, we well, could. Yeah, you could post that like tomorrow. Where's the weirdest place you you've met somebody yeah. that you actually went on a date with? How would you word that? Like, yeah. Uh, where's the weird? I we guess want you could, know, Yeah. So we want to know where's the weirdest place, or the most the most interesting place you've met somebody for a date. Yeah. Um. Or not met somebody for a date, met somebody and dated them. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I mean, people have said some pretty weird <laughs> stuff on where they've gone on dates, like houses. Um, but um, it, anyways, yeah. So when you walk into a Barnes and Nobles, it's so nostalgic. You could smell the books, and yeah. I'm a nerd. Like, all right. What I people get don't that. know. What people don't know is I'm a huge nerd. Bookstores are emphasis it like they're always going to be nostalgic is yeah, that is it's that just, smell yeah. right you just go in there it takes you right back. and it's like i can't even read i don't even know why i'm in here right <laughs> um and since i've been reading those like chick romance novels now um i'll just grab i'll just grab one and then just go sit and just wait just wait for the looks man and uh 
That's it's so bad. Do you use the cover? <laughs> oh yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> to yeah. attract so a thousand percent. So, if the looks won't get them, it's it's the book. <laughs> Judge the book by its cover. <laughs> Judge the book by its cover, man. Yeah. Um, and you know you so gotta great. you actually have to read it just so when they say, oh, I love that book. Are you at this part? Like, yeah, yeah. I love when Tamlin does this, <laughs> or you know, you got to name a character, man. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, it's it's been. Uh, I belong nowhere near a fucking Barnes and Noble, dude. I do. I not I mean, they do read... have a kids section with pictures <laughs> and pop ups, but if if I, if there's like squares and stars I can put in the holes, yeah. I'm good with that. Are you are you allowed to be in the kids section? Are you gonna stay 500 feet? Uh, well, I, it's 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 pending. It's pending. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this Saturday Night Live ad or this Saturday Night Live skit, and it was like the Christmas special and a skit was like that too he's like oh man i haven't talked to my friend in years i'm gonna reach out to him he's like yeah do you want to go to a bar he's like it's a bar within 600 feet feet of a school he's like yeah i think so okay good so for sure it's 600 feet away from the school i was cracking for up. sure and i said i said he I'm, brings his wheel out there yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to i said i'm gonna have to bring that up to rain that's awesome <laughs> I love that, dude. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, but yeah, so Barnes and Nobles is mine. I also started a relationship with somebody way back in the military days. Uh, I met her at uh, Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy, and I really. Are you guys looking at iPods together? No CDs. I was looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's when CDs were actually. Yeah. yeah. So me and my friend went there. She was a worker there, and she came up to me, started talking to me, and I'm just like, "Hey, so uh, I." Probably use some cheesy pickup line by then because I was such I a it. I was such a like dork, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was a skinny, scrawny dude, right? I had a little bit of muscle because of the push-ups. Um, that baby muscle. Yeah, right. And uh, she just starts talking to me, and I I can't remember the pickup line, but uh, it it I remember her face when I said it, and then she's like well hey we're going to i think it was it was the nightclub that was in fayetteville north carolina i don't know if it's still there fayetteville dude fayetteville Fayetteville. that's all you had to say fayetteville and uh i said yeah we'll go and met her and then yeah we started kind of like a a little fling before before then she got pregnant by another guy (laughs) the very next night (laughs) no no it was a little bit um but yeah it was uh it was funny um it was funny how that happened. Yeah, I picked her up at a at a Best Buy. And then I did meet my uh, ex-wife on Facebook. Met her on Facebook. I, I mean, I I was deployed to Iraq. Would you would you Okay, let's let's put this into perspective. Craigslist and Facebook. Two different things. You Especially think? now that Facebook has dating. But back in the day. Let's just You still okay. it, you, you still hmm. met somebody online. All right. Um, Craigslist is a little bit weirder just cause there's no, was there a picture of your ex-wife? No. Okay. We'll see. I got to see her through a picture. That least. makes sense. And but I was deployed. So, and the circumstance was, is that I was deployed to Iraq Yeah. and we just started messaging each other back and forth, like pen pals talked on the I, phone. I, I, well, I, like, it's like. When I tell people that, like I met my first wife on Craigslist, they're always like taken aback, like like what the fuck? Yeah. But like to me, like Craigslist isn't social networking though, where I would say it's a little more Okay, that's a good yeah, point. It's, it's not meant that's for That's a good point. 
Uh, but still, it's you still met somebody online. And I, I okay, th- true. I think that's the way I look at it. I think that's the way I look at it. Um, regardless of what platform, I mean, okay, Craigslist is meant for many other things than dating, and they don't have like misconnections. Yeah, they don't have any of and that prostitution. Anymore. They got rid of yeah. Yeah, there's always Backpage. No, I have no idea. What is it? You never heard of Backpage? No. Um, well, if you go to Backpage.com, I think is what it is. Yeah. That's where all the uh, the hookers post their stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> now I know. Yeah. No, uh, I have no idea. I've, you know, I read the ads. <laughs> okay. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I wasn't touching, but yeah. I just look for the ones that post pictures and, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, I have, I have no idea what that is. But uh, cool. If I ever get too lonely, I'll go to Backpage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. I don't think it's around anymore, honestly, but... Oh, okay, yeah, so was, I can't go there. It was there for a while. Oh, okay, all right. Check uh, it out tonight. You know, oh, okay. Let me know, yeah. Yeah, I'll say, hey, man, I went to Backpage, and the cops are at my door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> found my, I'll have to put on ExpressVPN, so yeah. I'm, like, somewhere in the UK. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so they can't find they'll me. They'll never catch you. Yeah, they'll never find me. And <laughs> then, like, you post a picture on Facebook, and boom, they got you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This guy's not from the UK. He's from right here. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, that's interesting, man. I've always wondered. I'd even like to hear, I guess, you know, where they meet their their significant other, and I always watch these comedians too, like on these little reels, like kind of do the the crowd engagement, and yeah. they say, "So where do we meet? We're on a first date. Where'd you guys meet?" And they say, "You know, like Bumble, Hinge," yeah. and then uh, this one guy has like a, a voice synth- synthesizer or like an auto tune. Yeah. And he'll go up and he'll be like, where'd you meet? <laughs> They're fucking, you know, yeah. something like that. And I was like, dude, that's so hilarious. Uh, that's on that. great. So yeah, if someone said Craigslist, I think he'd be like, whoa. Or like Facebook, he'd be like, okay. It'd be a bit unexpected being Craigslist. I know. I was taken back a little I, bit. Honestly, I'm glad I went through it just to have that story. Dude, it's a great story. I, think I Yeah. I really just... How many people will you meet that said I met my wife, my first wife, my first wife on Craigslist? Yeah, I think you should go back on the dating apps and just say I'm the Craigslist guy, <laughs> or do the two the truths. one that didn't or murder anybody. How about this? How about this? Do two truths and a lie as a prompt and put that <laughs> That's on there. That's genius. A thousand percent. Yeah. They would say it was the Craigslist thing, yep. and it'd be like, actually, that's true. And then you have a conversation <laughs> that starter. That's so funny. Oh man, it would. It'd be great. In fact, I wonder how many conversations you start just by having that prompt. I, I can't be the only one that's met somebody. No, you can't. There's be. no way. You can't be. I, oh, okay, I take that. I can't be the only one that's gotten married from Craigslist. Right. Right. I mean, there's a pool. Is that not interesting as fuck, dude? Like, Like, I'm almost debating on putting on an ad on Craigslist. Well, they they don't they don't have like personal ads anymore. Oh, they got rid of it. So what is it now? It's just Craigslist with like you buy sell stuff. Oh, okay. So you can do that. Yeah, it's like Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Oh, okay. You you can find a job or whatever, but there's no. They took away the personal ads because there was too many hookers. Oh, okay. That makes sense. There was too much bullshit. That makes sense. That's why there's Backpage, which is now not. So now where are the hookers at? You tell me. OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) They realize I don't have to fuck anymore. I can just post my pictures. and It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Dude, really, let's talk about that. Yeah, okay. Okay, scenario. Bring it to me. You meet a girl. She's 
bombshell. Like everything, every all the green physically, flags, emotionally, and psychologically, everything, ten. all green flags. Okay, but she has an OnlyFans. Mm. Have I been on a first date with her? Uh, yeah. You've been on a couple dates with a her. A couple dates. Yeah. And it just came out. And then she decides, hey, I have an OnlyFans. I know we talked about this with Nick, too. Yeah. Um, I think I'd be okay with it if we had a few dates. I think well, I'd be okay. If it was more of like we haven't met and she just springs it on me, I would be cautious that she just wants it for content. Now, I also need to qualify this, too. What is she using it for? For what purpose? And is she going to, like, does she have someone she makes content with? Does she want me to make content? Um, is Let's, she willing Is she willing to stop doing that if we start a relationship? I think those are questions that are, are fair to ask. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was um, going to say fair. Um, what, if, what if it's just solo content? She's just throwing everything she's got out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. If it's solo content. Yeah, for sure. If you don't care? No. I mean, if it's solo content and I don't, I'm not going to go look. I'm not going to see. She doesn't ask me to subscribe. Like, that would be a total turnoff. Like, no, no, I'm not here. I don't need that Yeah, from you. Um, I'm not going to, like, if you need $20 a month, let's just go on dates, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll take you to McDonald's. Right. You can get 20 burgers, right? <laughs> Like whatever you want. Um, you get a whole bucket of nuggets if you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Um, yeah, no, solo content. She doesn't do much chatting. It's just, you know, they send requests. She does them. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, totally fine. If she's making content with somebody that she trusts, is she going to stop making contact with that person to be in a relationship with me? And does she still want to produce that content? Because that's when I'd be like, I don't know. I don't want myself out there like that. I'm a very private person. I'm, you know, and when it comes to my in- intimate life, no one needs to know. I don't even shop talk. So my question is, if she's making content with somebody else and it's strictly content, no, I don't share. No, so you wouldn't want that. No, I'm no. That is no. It's not. It's not that I'm being possessive. It's just like no. That's that's my girlfriend. So if she decides she wants to be in a relationship with you, your stipulation is my stipulation is you no. Need, I don't want you to make contact. I can't with that be person. with you if you're going to continue. Right. right. And then if it and then if it's like me, like no, I can't do that. So then it, the next question would be like, well, are you willing to stop doing that OnlyFans and you know whatever you need for that extra income i mean we can do uber <laughs> or grubhub you know like what is the stipulations or, or can you start doing solo content what do you think the purpose of a girl doing only fans like that is and uh, and let's just take the money out of it like yeah they can make, i think that's the only reason but I, I don't know like let's just take the money out of it i mean i guess i i mean that's the biggest influence of it but i honestly don't think they would do it if it didn't pay pay that money i don't think so but at the same time like is is money that important to that many people dude money rules the world i agree i agree but it's just and like, it's rare when you meet somebody who doesn't care are there that many people out there that don't think about the future like you know I if i do have kids and they they're some, yeah, some people just don't care it's like hey i'm i'm a millionaire right now so who cares? There, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just like those scenarios that I do to the guys at work and you. 
like for a billion dollars, would you blow one dude 10 times or 10 dudes one time? <laughs> and I'm 100% 10 dudes one time. And they're like, really? You would even engage? I'm like, it's a billion with a B. <laughs> with a B. I'm not talking M. A M capital B. A capital B. I will buy my dignity back. But I ha- I'm still a billionaire. Yeah. And I'm going to invest all that money into companies that are going to make me more money. So I'm I'm now more than just $1 billion. I'm $100 billion. You know, it's... 10 dicks to satisfy the rest of your life. Why right? not? Why not? 20 is a 20. And then well, wouldn't you care about someone just saying, hey, you know how he got his money? I'd be like, and I'll tell him. <laughs> I'll tell him. <laughs> and I was a pro at it. They still remember By me. By number nine, I was good to go. <laughs> oh, man, I was already a pro. So the 10th guy, he's calling me still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's calling me. Yeah, he's calling <laughs> Uh, he's like you free friday i say hey man you got a billion dollars because that's what it costs now Um, (laughs) that is so funny yeah i mean so (laughs) that is exactly what they're doing and you know i don't i've never been on OnlyFans. i haven't subscribed to OnlyFans. i only know what i see on these like reels have you ever subscribed to any sort of porn site yeah no never never would you ever subscribe to an OnlyFans? No. Never. Never. I don't need it. I agree. I don't I don't I don't need that in my life. I don't I know the toxic the toxicity that happens in the brain when a man watches porn. Yeah. Um I know that they're creating a fantasy and I'd rather live in reality. An unrealistic right. fantasy. Right. So I'm paying yeah. to be in this fa- in this fantasy world of where this person actually likes me mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um I'd rather live in reality. Um, and that's my choice. Mm-hmm. And I could be missing out on some really nice boobs. But guess what? <laughs> the My person is going to, is it doesn't matter what her boobs look like. I'm going to enjoy her. Yeah. You know, and I don't have to pay her. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. And she's going to bring in the best reality that, that we could have together. So. Do you think that, uh, let's, let's just say there's a guy that, he doesn't have to pay for it. He could easily get it without paying, but he pays for it. Like, what does that say? Uh, it says that he, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have to, but but he chooses to go out and find it and pay for it and not work for it. I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, I think that he has an addiction and I think he he lives in a fantasy world. I think there's some, some mental, some mental things he has to work out yeah. um, because it is a fantasy. Right. I mean, when you watch enough porn, you become kind of addicted to it, that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And then when you get with somebody who's your partner and you try something that you saw on porn and they don't like it. It doesn't fulfill. It doesn't fulfill. Yeah. And then it's exactly sex becomes, you know, moot and you need that dopamine hit. And it's just sad. Because not only are you doing brain damage to yourself, but you're doing brain damage to her. Um, and the fact that now she doesn't feel like she is um, good enough for you. Yeah. And that she has to do those things. And that's not what a partnership is. Um, so, I mean, that's why I've put restrictions on, you know, my son having sleepovers. You know, he could have sleepovers, but he can't go to sleepovers. Hmm. Um, because I was exposed to porn when I went to sleepovers. Okay. So, and it took a long time of me to stop watching porn. Yeah. Um, and my life has been so much better without it that I don't need it. Um, 
because yeah, I mean, it would put a damper on any relationship I was with because it's like, Hey, they're not doing what <laughs> they're not doing the same things this girl's doing, but guess what? She's getting paid like $30,000. So at what age do you allow your son to go to sleepovers? So honestly, since the divorce, he's already had some sleepovers, had some, but go to is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's actually gone to some, like I picked him up this weekend from a sleepover, but it's, it's from, it's from a family we know. Okay, it's yeah. from kids that I, I truly know and trust and like. Um, and I also know my son really well. Mm-hmm. I also know that, you know, his first girlfriend was very physical with him and he was very like, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, and I commend this young man for that and I'm proud of him. Um, so he's true to himself, you know, um, and that is of rarity at his age. Do you- do you think exposure, like you, you could go, he could go down one road or the other, and the exposure is going to play a part in his life, like whether he saw it or not. So that's going to change the entire direction of his perspective and life in general. Um, I see in a way that could hurt him, but also help him at the same time. With or without the exposure, like either way. What do you way. mean, hurt him? Well, like, let's say he's exposed to it and he becomes an addict. You know. It's oh good. yeah, that would hurt him. Yeah. But how about how could it hurt him for him not watching porn? Well, that I wasn't exactly saying that. Like, oh okay, gotcha. But in a way, though, not being exposed to, I don't want to say porn, but I'm just saying, I guess, real life would that make him more closed in and not understand true reality? If he's watching porn. If if he if he's not exposed to what's actually out there. No, I don't think so. I think that I mean that's hard to it, that's a hard question because I can't get into his psyche. Yeah. Um I'd have to read some studies. I personally don't see how it would take him out of reality like that i think he knows it's out there i think he knows his friends are doing it. he knows he knows that he has some friends having sex well it's just not for him i think i i think it comes down to understanding the what it is you know oh yeah yeah i get it and And there's a difference between an addict and somebody who just occasionally or just you know it's there but i don't care about it yeah i mean and one, he's 14. I don't really, yeah, I can't really say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good question that I don't know if I am intelligent enough to answer or if I'm willing to answer because it's still my 14-year-old son. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, being your own son. Yeah, that's a hard question for me to actually answer and engage because I don't want to think that it would hurt him in any way. or that No, it would... and I don't think it would. I'm just saying, like, I, I guess it's more of an extreme. Like, if you have a child and you you keep them away from everything you can possibly oh, keep them away. like shelter them okay okay right, yeah no, right. like so we don't shelter and i don't even I, in that scenario i don't even mean to that extreme but that's kind of along the lines of what i'm saying yeah so honestly i was sheltered like that and it does affect um you know just even 
like I, like I, I think I've said on a couple podcasts, like I do not think about sex 24 seven, mm-hmm. nor do I even engage in that kind of conversation with women. Even if I was intimate with them, I'd yeah. rather have that conversation face to face. Um, and I'd rather talk to them about, you know, what, what are our dislikes? What of our, what are things that we really like? You know, um, I and, think, go ahead. And that's an intimate conversation that I'm having with someone that I want to continue <clears throat> having with. But if they bring it up in text, I avoid, I avoid it like a plague. Yeah. You know, and it's also, I've been sheltered enough to where like, I'm not going to bed naked. Like I'm sleeping in my skivvies and my socks. <laughs> right. I think, uh, I, I look at it like this. Like if, if your kid is non-exposed, they're going to go to school and it's going to be something that's talked about and they're not going to know what's going on or understand what's hmm. being talked about. So it's going to separate them from the crowd. If I guess you could say, and I, I, and in no way, shape or form am I saying a kid should watch porn or should not like I'm, yes, I know. I know that's not what you're saying. It's totally neutral, but it's, it's an interesting perspective because like if you're exposed and okay, let's put it like this. I remember back in the day, like smoking weed, if you didn't smoke weed and everybody else did, they didn't talk to you. Right. You know, like you, and if you did, like they accepted you, but if you didn't, they, you know, they felt like you were weird or, you know, whatever. You just weren't in that crowd. So what I'm saying is like, if whether exposed or not exposed, I guess I mean more exposed when they go to school, that's going to be there and that's going to single them out and them not being exposed. That's how it's going to hurt them. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's something to think about. And I can even think about instances in my past where like, cause I was a late bloomer. I wasn't like, same. Yeah. Like I didn't, um, the first time I heard the term blowjob, no shit. I heard this in high school, like so-and-so got a blowjob under the staircase. And I literally, the, the first thing that came to my mind was an air compressor. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So like I lost my virginity in college. Like my, I was, uh, I was 18. Uh Um, yeah, that's when I lost my virginity where all the kids in school, we're losing it to their girlfriends right. or you yeah. know their boyfriends, um, and yeah, I guess it was kind of an outcast on that on that end. Um, but yeah, that's something to think about, really. It, it it's it, and it's not even like it's it, it's not one of those things that you have to think about. It's just something. It's, it's no, it's I, there. I, it's I'm going present. to. I'm going to because I do. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying, and I think that there is some. There is probably some logic behind it because it's peer pressure, mm-hmm. you know. Um, from, from I, I think from the beginning of middle school, maybe less than that, all the way till the end of high school, it's nothing but peer pressure. Yeah, and maybe I'm speaking from my perspective of high school. I hated high school, dude. I didn't, I didn't fit in with anybody. I didn't. I had a few friends, and that was it. And now, like. I'm a social butterfly. Like I can go out and just be best friends with anybody. And I can, I can look back at myself and see how, because of who I was or how I did things or what I did or what I didn't do excluded me from certain groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that alone, not even being the sole purpose of it, but just the, the purpose of, being excluded from a group that you might want to be a part of could hurt you in a certain way and send you in a different direction. Sure. 
Yeah. I'm really going to think about that. That was a really engaging question. I appreciate that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm never going to tell my son, hey, just go start banging no, broads. <laughs> and, no. And that, and that, like I said, that's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know you're not. It's, but it's, one, of those, think, yeah. it's one of those things that, like, I feel as, as a dad, you you may or may not have control over that. Right, right. You but know? then I also wonder if these women that are doing OnlyFans, if they were exposed to sex very, very early, and now it's just like, it's, that's what they, they they've They've already objectified themselves, or they feel objectified so early that now they feel that they are an object. As soon as they turn 18, they feel they have yeah. to start doing this. Right, Otherwise, right. there's no other option. Right, yeah, no, that's, that's a very good question. Um, and I'm very intrigued by it. But now I want to know, since I shared when I lost my Virginia, how old were you? 16. 16. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I, so you were the guy getting the blowjob underneath the stair. <laughs> and you just told everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She took this air I compressor. Swear, I swear. You know those little, like, round red air compressors? Like, that's that's what came into my mind. But, uh, no, I had a... I Hold on. Wait. Side note. On the blowjob thing, I actually saw a landscape company do a promo say we give the best blowjobs and they were a leaf removal service and i said wow what marketing like who's not gonna call that company it was right it was right here in charlotte it's funny you say that because in mooresville there it might still be there but it was a, a it was a transmission shop and they had a truck out front for the longest time. And on the side of the truck, going. Yep. it said Tranny King. <laughs> 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 and every time I pass by, I'm like, really? Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> <You> great. <know? laughs> yeah. Apparently, you can't see Tranny anymore. <clears throat> I went on a date with somebody who was very um, um, towards that, yeah. po- the political mm-hmm. way, where I'm very middle. And I was doing a, a military thing like i did a scenario about you know a trans but i used the word tranny they're like you cannot say that word i'm yeah. like what like i had no idea they're like right. you can't say that anymore i'm like i've been saying one i'm from the midwest mm. all right so if you win the lottery well that's gay like i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i'm not calling them i'm not saying that it's bad but I, i'm gonna say, well that's gay yeah, like, yeah i can't believe just aj won the lottery that's gay like it, 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 I'm jealous. So the only word that I can say gay. Yeah, that's gay. Um, so like I just I'll say things and I don't mean a negative connotation. Right. I'm just from the Midwest. Right. That's just how we talk. Yeah. Um, I remember so, one time I I had this I lived in the, in the apartments with my mom and there was this old man. He was probably like seventy years old. He had he done had ten strokes. He couldn't talk correctly. But if you hung out with him long enough, you could understand what he was saying. And uh, he used to always pick on me. And there was one day I was sitting outside and he came by and he did something to me. And I said, faggot. Like oh, I called no. him a faggot. Yeah. He never talked to me again. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I've always refrained from that word. It's um, such a harsh word. It but is. back in the day, dude, like, we, like, you fucking faggot. You know, like yeah. we used it so fluently. Yeah. But now it's so fucking harsh. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't say that one. And it's funny because you go to like, Places in the UK, like it has a totally different meaning. Like <laughs> a you could say, cigarette. yeah, and you could say cunt over there, and it has no, it like doesn't oh, phase anybody. Like it's like a friendship term. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like right, right, and like here, you say that. You, Listen, yeah, one, you're over. getting slapped by her and the guy that and, she's with, He's and the rest the of crap her friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things you can't say here. Um, but yeah, so what about number wise? Like if you're dating somebody. And they have just like an out- outrageous number. Are you like turned off by that or? No, I'm honestly not because uh, 
I'd rather not have to guide you or teach you. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I the only reason I bring that up is that actually in the guys group that question was asked. Really? Yeah. Um, in the same way, like, do you prefer to them to have yeah experience yeah. versus? Yeah, well, one of the moderators made a poll, um, and he gave us options. Like, you know, I mean, I know there's guys out there that's like, I want a virgin. Get out of here! No, you don't. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. I don't it, like. I want to. I guess I. I when it comes down to it, like. I have my, like, we all have our own way of going about sex, I guess. Yeah. And, like, I I don't want somebody to be shy. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like, because somebody with experience is less likely to be shy about anything. They don't yep. care. And they're, because I want all of you. I don't, sure. I don't want you to just be like, yeah, put it in and, and do what you got to do. I want you to be 100% into it and fully engaged in what's going on and i feel like people with more experience are more likely to be like that than somebody who doesn't have so much experience and they're more shy about certain things yeah yeah no i get it any guy that says that he's looking for a virgin i bet you his gamer tag on call of duty is buster hyman (laughs) (laughs) that was good that was yeah buster Uh, hyman but anyways yeah i to answer my own question i won't even ask because I don't want to know. I mean, I never ask either. I've, I, that's, but if they were open about it, like, oh, I just want you to know my number's like 350, be like, 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 is that your credit score? I mean, like, if they come back, <laughs> both like, are just as cre- bad. Yeah, yeah, both are just as bad. Um, yeah, like, I just wouldn't, it, I wouldn't find it emasculating. I wouldn't, I mean, if like, you're coming right care. out and saying that, then that's a little different. Yeah. I think that's like an extreme scenario. Yeah. Like almost like she's self-sabotaging. Honestly, like I go into it and I don't care. I can read the person, yeah. you right, know, right. And you can tell. Right. And it's like, okay, I, we all had our 20s. The girl that grabbed your crotch on the first date, her number was well above 300. No, oh, probably. Yeah. Like, probably. like, yeah, she was. Yeah. I'm guessing, and then she at probably, least triple digits. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure she would tell me it was like five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. what I mean by confidence. Like she's so confident, she's 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 done that multiple times. Yeah, man. You yeah, know, that's and it's wild. Ever since someone who's and I bet you're the first one to be like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like literally the first Bumble date since like in the separation. She probably went into to a depression after you. She might have. Yeah. And like, I, I don't feel bad, but in a way I feel bad. Like, don't go, don't get depressed over me. Like I'm nothing. Um, but yeah, it's funny that you say that because the people that have heard the podcast, um, you know, like if I do go on a date and I share the podcast and they hear that, they are like, I'm so sorry that happened. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, it was just eye opening because when, when I was married, I would hear like the horror stories, like I'd read it on Facebook or I'd see it on TikTok or whatever. Like I just got on a first date and he did the, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, that's weird. I'm like, that would never happen to me. And then it happens to me the first day. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we're going to literally making up a new segment right now. Let's do it. I meant to send this to you earlier. Um, somebody sent me some screenshots. Of, I've got plenty of those on my phone. We need them. Um, of, these are guys that have what guys have said basically. Oh, let's do it. Is this like a hot seat thing? 
Uh, no. Let's get Eric's opinion. It, it's like their pickup lines, I guess you could say. Let's like what it. they said. Try Okay, yeah. So... <laughs> Spell me. I totally... Wait, wait, Rain, I, spell me. Emmy. You forgot the D. Emmy D. You're M- supposed to say, there's no D in me. Not yet. Oh, I'm too <laughs> stupid so to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm retarded. That would be so bad if someone yeah. said that. Like, come on, dude. M E D med? <laughs> yeah. You want to know my, my go-to one? Is like, if I know, if I know I have no shot, it's just like, I'll be like, hey, um... Can I take you out in the book? Have a boyfriend, but do you want a man friend? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my favorite thing to ask guys is, do you remember your first blowjob? I, I mean, I do, yeah. How'd it taste? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, You too. fell right into it. I did. I did. Okay, so here's a, a screenshot I was sent. This is what somebody actually said to this girl. Do you like a lil, and they said L-I-L, do you like a lil peace and quiet every now and then? And she responded with, yes, LOL. And he said, well, if you... Oh, come on, man. Get it together. (laughs) Well, if you give me a piece, I'll I'll be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one's funny. Did she keep keep talking to him? No. Right, that was so unexpected. You had no clue what was coming. No, no clue. It was so unexpected. Honestly, honestly, if if a woman said that to me, I would still talk to (laughs) them. You would jump on it. I would jump on it. But a guy saying that, dude, I don't know. If I was a female, I would say that the audacity, but then also the sheer humor. It's genius, honestly. It's genius and it is, witty. Yeah. And women love funny guys. But <laughs> if, if you, well, if you give me a piece, I'll be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I can't get over that, dude. Yeah. I mean, that is witty. Be- and it's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, and for her, I hope, I would just say, well, you're not going to get a piece from me, but that was clever. And see where he goes after that. You know, like, to me, like, see if this was something just to get the humor or if he's really just a piece I'm of trash. Like, so here's the thing. I'm not going to give you a piece. So are you going to be quiet? That's, yeah. He's going to just, nope. That was a terrible joke. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> this one says, Merry Christmas and hey, would you be interested in having another baby? How the fuck do you say that to somebody? Yeah, that's horrible. Like somebody you don't know. How do you how do you truly say that to somebody? Like if that's your first message, one, read the profile. It might say have kids and want more. There's your answer, jackass. <laughs> right. But, or hey, have kids, don't know yet. Have kids, don't want anymore. Like You interested on. in having another baby? <laughs> what? Like, like no. I I I don't even know your first name. Yeah. Have you ever slept with a girl and not known her name until you were finished? No. I have. Hmm. We're on opposite opposite sides of the bed. Excuse me. And uh, when we're finished, she's like, "So, what's your name?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had I've had girls tease me like that. I'm like, "Yeah, so what's your name again?" I'm like, "Half ah, clever, clever." <laughs> it's pretty easy it. to remember. It's Eric. Yeah, and I'm like a brain. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, they could easily forget my name, you know. Um, wow. Yeah, I want that to be a new segment. I think I might actually start asking women that I go on dates with like 
because we do talk about the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't use them to get on the podcast because obviously they right. haven't shown yeah. up. Um, and I've built connections, but they do tell me horror stories. And I wonder if they could just start sending me screenshots because I find that's that's just... <laughs> Okay, that one little one was was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not that, gonna lie. That, like that guy, he, he, I'm giving it. I, he's going places. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's going places. Honestly, if I was a female, <laughs> I would take the. I'd say, listen, you're not going to get a piece from me that easy. Yeah, but that was. Fucking but let's good. just yeah. But that was hilarious. <laughs> and then see if he is a genuine guy, right. just trying to get a laugh. Right. That's um, that's a good perspective. Yeah, I like that. I mean, that so the pessimist in me is like, no, block his ass, and then. The, <laughs> And then the the whole like okay, it's like wait a minute. And then the clever guy, I mean, like, dude, that's a genius. <laughs> yeah, little this guy's line. going places. He's he's smart. Yeah, it's uh, that's funny. <laughs> right. I want to see more. I want to literally see... probably one of the best ones I've ever been shown. So I I swear to you, I had the idea way before I even had the idea for the podcast. Like, because I I've had girl friends that have sent me screenshots of what guys have said, and I'm just like that's ridiculous like like that is absolutely ridiculous why would anybody say that and so i had the idea of making a facebook where you just post the screenshots and like it just shows like what guys are doing but um but then this girl sent me that and i'm just like that's perfect for the podcast like we need a segment for screenshots of I don't think anybody's going to top. <laughs> no, that one's good. Yeah. That one's good. Like save that in your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's already <clears throat> it's already saved, but yeah. like that that's our that's our uh pickup line of the week right you there. You know, I almost we need to do a post on our Facebook like ladies show us or send us the screenshots to this email yes. so that we could put it on yes. air. Uh it would be great. Like obviously block names or anything yeah. like that. And, we just want to know their first liners. Yeah. Like they're, we're not going to say names. Gonna... We're not going to throw anybody under the bus. It's just the the pickup line itself yeah. or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. It's So this is going to remind me. Uh, I did go on a date recently, and she was bragging kind of like how much her bumble's getting blown up. And yeah, she opened it up. It was, I mean, she was a very attractive woman. Yeah. And uh, she allowed me to message one of the guys. And he says something like, or she was short. She's 4'10". Right, so she's four ten, like small. I felt way like I I felt huge, Dang, right, right up my um, alley. And uh, she said something like, "Well, I'm actually four nine, but I put four ten type thing." Like, <laughs> and then he's like, "There's no way you're four nine because anything below four ten is dwarfs, but it's kind of kinky." And then I saw that message yeah. and I said, "Can I respond?" She's like, well, "What are you gonna say?" And I typed it out and I said, "Weird kink, but okay." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, send it." I sent it immediately he starts dot 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 yeah right away he was waiting he was waiting and uh he's like don't kink shame me but are there any other kinks that you might that that you might think about and i'm like this guy damn right so then i'm just like uh yeah how about some disgusting motherfuckers out there but there's some some smart motherfuckers out there. right so this is actually a positive story so this is actually a positive story for the guy yeah that was wrong but I said something like, um, oh, uh, pegging, question mark, <laughs> yeah. or a cuck, question mark. Send. <laughs> what did he say? So he comes back, and I am praising this dude. Oh, shit. Um, for his response. Yeah. Because he says something like, hey, actually, no, I'm not okay with that. Um, and maybe the conversation... He set I, a boundary. Yeah, he set a boundary quick. Yeah. And then he's like... and. 
I was just kidding about the other kinks. I'm sorry if I led this conversation on wow. to where you're talking about that. I just don't see how that is something that I could deal with. If you're into it, that's cool. But that's not something I'd be into. Dude, that's mind-blowing. Right. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's good stuff. So I start typing a message saying, I was just kidding anyways, but I commend you. Da, da, da. And then she's like, well, don't send that last part because you're giving him hope. Right. Yeah. You're sending him yeah. false hope and I'm not interested in him. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, fair. So I sent it back of, I was just kidding. And he goes, phew. And then I think the conversation stopped between them. But um, you outdid him. You, yeah. you, you, like he came in yeah. fastball, yeah. fastball and, and then, you threw faster. And I threw, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I threw a strike. He, he was throwing changeups. Right? Yeah. Um, but I do want to commend him. Like there are guys that maybe push the limits, but I think that if women set a boundary or if they like throw a fastball or a curveball, yeah. and I, I do commend him. I do commend him for setting that boundary and then kind of like backpedaling there's on, proper on ways to go about certain yeah like on so he he must have realized his error of like asking that question then it just got like whoa yeah like no he, i cannot do he pegging. did not expect that he did not he, um and then him kind of backpedaling like apologizing for taking it that far wow. like so i commend him on that dude that's that's amazing yeah i love that yeah, so I mean, uh, maybe I just need to make a fake profile as a girl and see how many fastballs I can throw. <laughs> like, I've always wanted to do that, or not make a fake profile, but almost like have a friend um, make a profile and just give me access to it. Yeah. And she just is like, hey, have fun and just see what happens, man. Yeah, dude. Like, don't set up any dates. Um, because just, obviously she's not going to show up or I'll show up like, Hey, <laughs> I'm wearing a green, me, I'm wearing a green hoodie. Right, right, yeah, I'm, yeah, right. I'm the only one at the bar with the green hoodie. I got blue eyes, short hair. I look like Brad Pitt. And I have a beard. Yeah, I look like Chris, Chris Hemsworth. From the, <laughs> yeah. Just look for Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I'll be that person. Yeah. I've always wondered, man, like, that's a good story. Do, That's yeah. a, I like that. And that was recent. That was Thursday. Really? Yeah. No shit, dude. Yeah. That, wow. Yeah, they wow. It was uh, that was fun for so me. She to just let you have her phone and yeah, she was bragging about. She didn't it. care. She didn't care. Uh, she was into you, right? That's why she didn't care. Yeah, I told you the story about her anyway. She's yeah. not into me. Oh well, maybe not anymore. She has a boyfriend. Oh well, that I didn't know about. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. But when well, I found she out, she was into you for that was, minute. Yeah, yeah. But when I found out she had a boyfriend, it was over. Well, because I would never do that. Yeah, well, you I'd just, never do that to somebody without even saying anything. You just said a lot because obviously there's a lot coming her way. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's listening. That is, wow. And I mean, that's just the that's the thing too. What I can't stand is, so my last hinge, so my new hinge does not have this, but one of my prompts was good men do exist. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Rain, no lie, I had more messages on saying good men exist, and the response was, I doubt it, or prove it. I believe it. I've never met one. And it's like, listen, yes, there are bad men, but there are bad women out there too. So There are women that are running around on men and the men are totally oblivious. So I've always, I like through life, I've met different women in my life that it's like they date and they date and they date and they just never find somebody. And they're, they, they're just hopeless. And they're like, there's, there's no man out there for me. And my thing is always like, just 
you know, just wait for it and let it come to you. Stop trying so hard. But yet they, they're still just alone and sad and maybe they have a kid now that they don't talk to the dad anymore, whatever. Like, what do you, what's your opinion on those? T- I guess. You said, so basically you, you have a man or a woman, you could say is they're just, no matter what they can't find somebody. Yeah. And like they go on date after date and it like, maybe they'll date this person for a month or so, but it just doesn't work out. And then this person just feels so hopeless and like, there's nobody out there for me and they just clam up and whatever. Like to me, that just tells me you're looking in the wrong places or your standards, standards are too high. Yeah. You know, like I, I know of a certain few that I can think of right now where my automatic thought was, you're going for the wrong person. It's not about your standards. You're just digging in the wrong holes. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so again, your question is, do you think people are just over or searching in the wrong places or attracting the wrong people? My question is like, what do you, what's your perspective on people that just can't find somebody? Yeah. So my perspective, because I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat too. Um, I just can't find something that sticks. Um, but to me, it's, it, but then there, I do know that I have some <clears throat> issues too. So there are things that I'm working out and every date I go on, I learn, I learn from that person. Mm-hmm. I learned what I did right, what I did wrong. Um, I learned every mistake is a lesson. Right, right, right. Um, but I do sense maybe a self-awareness problem with some people, a self-awareness um, that maybe you are, you're looking for a home run and you're just hitting double or and and but you can only hit doubles. You're expecting a home run. Right. You're at every at bat you're looking for a home run. So for you personally, you're you're dating and you're you know, you're having a lot of dates and you're just not like like cuz you want to find somebody. Yeah. But you're not finding it. Do you think you're trying too hard? Like do you think you're focusing or you're misfocusing on what you're actually not seeing like no so i think my issue is is that i am looking for someone that can match my excitement right and some people just you know they take things slow and i do like i don't want to rush into a relationship yeah but i am okay with going on a first date with somebody and pausing the apps Mm-hmm. I am. And I know that not everybody is. Stop me if you want me to take yeah. this out. But being out of your marriage. Yeah. Um, in reality, it hasn't been that long. Reality, yeah. So you're currently looking for somebody to be with. Right. Do you feel like you're actually ready to be? Y- yes. And the only reason why I say yes is because I was checked out of that marriage for so long. Okay, you've said that before. Yeah. But you were still with that person, and that's still the person that you came home to every single day. You may have been checked out, but you were still present in that situation, and then now that's not there anymore, and do you feel that you're potentially looking for that comfort again? No, not comfort, but I I am, like I said, I think I just get excited, 
and I'm looking for someone to be just as excited and potentially people, jumping the gun a little bit like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm jumping the gun, but then again, maybe I'm not self-aware of this yet. Yeah. Um, but like, like I said, I'm not looking to first date. We are boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Right. Second date. We're not, you know, like I'm talking several dates, but I want that excitement. Like I want to see you. And I just haven't found that. Like I want to see you consistently, constantly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, that is something that probably was absent in my marriage. The first, I, I don't want to cut you off, but the first thing that comes to mind is searching for lost hope. Okay. Searching for lost hope. Okay. I'd have to sit on that one. I don't know if it's lost hope. Um, I just think that personally, I just need to learn to pump the bricks and be okay with. I was in the same situation. Yeah. Like, like, and I, I this, I bring it up because it, it, it hits home to me because I know after my divorce, like I finally hit that point where I could maybe go out and start dating a little bit. And it's like certain ones like, Oh shit, she's the one, you know, like I would kind of jump the gun, but then a few weeks in, it's like, eh, I'd back it up and end it, you know, like how many, how many times does it take? Well, I guess this depends on the person. But like that's a to me, I can see a a thing there where you're missing a huge part of yourself that was once there, and you're trying to fulfill that hmm. part of yourself with people that you don't necessarily put the time into understanding if they can fulfill that part. That's very, very, very good question very something i need to sit on um something i need to sit on and think about because it's something for me that i've thought about a lot too yeah, because yeah. i have i've jumped into a few relationships and yeah. then i pumped the brakes real hard yeah and honestly i do think that you know the first relationship i got into after my or during my separation only lasted about two, three weeks. Yeah. And it's funny. I saw her at that hockey game and I, you know, oh, I apologized yeah, yeah. and I told her I jumped into that mm-hmm. and it's all on me. And then I got into the relationship with my ex-girlfriend and it was really fast. And I've learned not to go fast, but I think for your, I just need to learn maybe patience. Patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. And I'm not talking patience on like not sleeping with them on the first time. I'm right. just talking like, you know, some people have been single for way longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And they have practiced patience. And like I've, I've told myself, I'm okay being single. And that is a true fact. Yeah. I've sat there and thought about that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay being single. But when I do meet somebody and there's a genuine connection, I get super excited. Like, wow, they get me, they understand me here. And then if they do match that energy, I have seen it to where I will then start being avoidant because it's like what I want is there and then I don't right. <laughs> like it's not there. So I think you're right. I think I need to I need to sit on that. I need well, to sit I think, on that and think about it. I think anybody on a first date, they're gonna want to try to match the energy of the other person if they're really sure. into them. So For they're, sure. they're gonna put on a, a, a facade. Sure. And and try to match that. Mm-hmm. And I think that for people like you and I, we see that and it's like, oh shit, you know, this could potentially be the person and then you get to know them and you're like, eh, nope. Yeah, sure. I totally see that. So I, I think, I think I'm there with 
that with the person we talked about earlier, like I went on one day and it's great. Um, but I don't see consistency in the texting. Yeah. But in the beginning there was, there's a lot of consistency. So I'm wondering if that's what's going on with her where, and that's why I'm self-reflecting too. Like maybe I'm getting too excited. Maybe I'm getting too excited and I need to pump the brakes. And maybe like you said, she's thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe she's like, Hey, I need to be cautious because maybe I am very excited. So I need to pump the brakes and see how willing he is to be patient. And you know what? If, if that is what's going on, she's doing a hell of a job because I haven't lost interest. I admire that person. Yeah, for sure. She's, she's teaching me and she doesn't even know it. She doesn't even know we're talking about her. Um, but I, I commend that if that's what, if that's what she's doing or, you know, she, like I said, she could just really be busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's something that I've actually learned from because I do genuinely think, you know, it was a great date, you know, a hug at the end. Uh, let's, let's do, let's do this again. Um, and then I was immediately like, Hey, I know it's, I know it's not customary to see each other the next day, but do you want to go out? And she's like, no, <laughs> 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 I got stuff to do. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, and I was fine. Like I was not butthurt. I wasn't angry. Um, there are those girls that and are I like, love it. Hey, I you want to hang it. out tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. That and is a good feeling. It is when a they, good feeling when they say that, Hey, you want to hang out tomorrow too? Yeah. Yeah. Like that is a great feeling. Um, see, I think but that, I think you're I, right. But I think you're right. Like if you do start jumping into it, then you get like this false perception, this false assumption that you're going to see this person all the time. And then that one time you don't see them, you're like, Oh, they don't like me. Like you start getting neurotic, it, yep. neurotic and you start overthinking and it starts the overthinking process. And what we know about overthinkers, cause I'm an overthinker is we love hard, but we, we fall even harder. Which for me, with all that being said, patience is a virtue. And at the same time, I think when you meet somebody, you're going to have feelings or if they meet your, you know, if they meet that first date standard and you're just head over heels, I think subconsciously you're going to automatically know if it's right or wrong. But even if you know it's wrong, you're still head over heels and you're going to keep pushing yourself to the point where it becomes toxic and it ends. Okay. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. It's, it's really something to think about. Yeah, you've challenged me this podcast for sure. I like that. Yeah. And it's not hard. No, it's, uh, it's I, not. It's not. I, I'm really, honestly, I'm speaking from my own perspective. Yeah. Like, and, I, these are things that I've, I deal with personally. And I know I come off as like the more academic or more thinker, but I love being challenged. Like, I don't take offense to it, uh, especially because... You're never going to grow if you're not challenged. Right, right. And I think that's part of just progression in humanity um, and me. I'm not set in stone on any position whatsoever. So when someone can really challenge me, it's just, it's great because then I can grow as a human and be more evolved. Like I know I'm never going to know everything, but Mm -hmm. I should be able to know all about myself by the day I die. And I, I think for me, like I've, my whole growing up and being in relationships has always been that like, I have to have somebody there. Like, you know, like that's not what I thought out loud, but like in subconsciously, like I needed somebody. And then I hit a point after my divorce to where it's like, I can see it from an outsider's perspective as when you meet somebody, you think you have all these drugs running, you're these, these 
self-made drugs running through your brain, you know, like your, your dopamine and all that is just spiking. So, but, and I think a lot of people like myself throw themselves into that because they think that's it. And then you end up in a toxic or unhappy relationship. Fair. Yeah. Ah, That's good stuff. Really good stuff. I think that's a good way to end the podcast. Too. Yeah, it's been a good one. Oh yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah, I think I think this will supplement the one episode that we deleted when we were just. When I we was were babies. just about to bring that up because yeah, we we we, had like, we were babies. We were babies. Yeah, we were. We're still new, but I think we've really evolved um, in how we just kind of me and you interact, how we interact with guests. We know the questions to ask. We're not just talking about you and I are are becoming one within the podcast i think like we can look at each other and vibe and and we know what's coming next or we can we can talk without talking right right we know that what the next person's really going to ask when we tell the story Mm -hmm. um the banter's still there i think there's been more laughs uh more wit this has been a good one this has been a good one man i can't wait for this one to come out yeah this has been a fun episode um yeah hell yeah dude this has been that stupid dating show I'm Rain. I'm Eric. And we are out.